Submission Coalition number 40. <laughs> we got to sit down and talk to a good friend of ours, Jeanette Rodolfo from Jungle MMA down in uh, Orlando. Uh, she's a cool, cool chick. Um, I think you'll enjoy. We did an interview with uh, Sophia McDermott. Yeah, I'm aware of her. Okay. Yeah. At the time period, um, <laughs> so we weren't it, comfortable with okay. the recordings and everything yeah, else. Okay. So what we did was we got her on Zoom and we had a pre-conversation okay. and we said, okay, so now we're going to press record. Okay. Good. And then everything changed. We changed, she yeah, changed, no, no, no. <laughs> the, the, the whole, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, so then we're, we're at the end and we're like, okay, uh, is there anything else? No, I think we're good. And then we're like, and, and. And then a brilliant conversation. And then, oh, of course. yeah, and then we talked for probably another half hour. Okay. And the whole time we were like, it wasn't recorded. We're like the best parts of the interview. We're not recording. We it's recording. that pressure of like. So now we just said. Being on the spot. We're just going to hit record and we're, then we can edit. Yeah. Okay. We, we can edit, edit the bullshit out. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't edited one yet, okay. to be honest. The only thing I've edited is. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah. Okay. So technically. Come on out. I want out. <laughs> <laughs> so I have. I have edited this. Then, then we did a fantastic interview with Hannette Stack. Oh, God. oh yeah. An okay. amazing interview. Didn't record any of it. Oh, no. She's so good. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. She's like a personal hero of mine, too. And yeah. I was just, I was like, we got all, we've been talking to her for an hour, and then I go, oh. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> It was so bad. So we're on record now, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're recording. But, yeah, so we, we, were, we were doing the interview with her, and we got to a point where we were actually getting some just really good, you know, like she was talking about her first uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Okay. Where um, apparently, I guess because there were only a handful of women, mm. they put her and her first opponent in the same room together. Oh wow! So <laughs> gigantic tournament. She's rooming. So she's rooming. Oh, with and are, like sleeping. Yeah. Oh yes. my god. In, in, the, in the same hotel room. <laughs> That's See tomorrow. You know, in preparation for she's the, her first match. Oh my god. And she's like, uh, "What do you do?" Hopefully, it's friendly competition. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she just had to suck it up. Hopefully, it's friendly. Yeah. Kidding. And then, did she win that one, or did she? No, I don't think she did. Because I, I thought she won that one, and then the girl was really butthurt. I don't know. I can't. Oh, maybe. Anyways, it was. Yeah. If we if we recorded it. So <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I know, but we are recording, so. I know we are. So this is uh, Jeanette. Jeanette Hello. is with the Jungle. Every time I was here. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Oh, really? Every time we talk about it. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure they've been here a lot. And um, I'm sure. yeah. she comes and uh, hangs out with us every once in a while and gives me some good work because we're body type very similar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and she gives me more work than I give her, I'm pretty sure. And she's a badass brown belt, so she pushes me. Pretty cool, pretty good. So we usually like to start with origins. Okay. Like, how did you end up finding jujitsu? Martial arts. Yeah, just, just in general. Just yeah. in general. Um, well, trying to think back where I started. I originally started. Um, I was in New Orleans when I was a teenager, and I had gone through so much, you know, just my childhood and stuff. And I came here, came back when I was seventeen. And my dad sat me down. He's like, we got to, we got to do something, you know, you, things are happening and, you know, you need to learn to defend yourself and things like that. So it was kind of crazy because, um, he knows a lot of people <laughs> or he knew a lot of people at the time. So he sat me down at work with this guy. He's like, meet these guys. So it was a couple guys. He's like, meet these guys. They're on a stunt team. They train, they're in the military. It's like all military people okay. mostly. And it was a big stunt team around, like we did the pregame show for Predators, you know, that's what I wind up doing a lot of stuff. They did stuff for films. And um, he's like, they, they're going to teach you judo. And this way you can learn how to get away from people. Apparently they were saying judo is like, you can 
throw people. Right, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And like I felt like this really big bond because the first time like I felt a part of something, you know, it was like mostly guys. I think there were two other girls, maybe, but it was like mostly military guys. So we'd go out in the fields in Kissimmee, we'd go to the fire stations and we'd literally do judo in the fields. So I had to go every day after school, weekends. Right. I just continued that and I continued, I did acting. So I continued doing the martial art for the stunt team and the acting. And then um, I got into karate. <laughs> And so combined, I did like. So what? Which, which style of karate? It, I don't even know. Honestly, I was just a teenager. I okay. went to the YMCA, and then I had another instructor. Um, I had another instructor, so it was like two different styles. So gotcha. Okay. I was also learning, you know, just different types of martial right, arts. Right. Yeah. And crazy, like film martial arts too, which is like useless, completely useless. Fine. But um, Fine. <laughs> but I think judo was the initial thing that got me into it, and then I stopped when I was like 21, and I had my kids. And um, that's when I got pregnant with Cameron, and I stopped for a long time. So I'm um, going back to it when they were young. Um, I think Zach was five or six. I jumped back into it with my kids. So I used to go to the wall on Kung Fu. And I was there a couple of years, and we did all Kung Fu. Mm. And then I started sparring, and I was just like, I think they only had it on Fridays. And I was like, I really like this. I want to do more of this. My dad always had me into boxing, like to watch every match when I was little. Okay. So um, I was like, I want to go somewhere I can do boxing. So I looked online and the jungle had advertised boxing. So I went in and I think it was, I started there June 1st, 2011 was when I started at the jungle, but I'd already been going to the um, Kung Fu for right, like, yeah, a while. Yeah. And um, so I was like comfortable and then right away jumped into the Muay Thai and then I started doing, I saw actually Felicia doing jujitsu. And at the time, it was like the only girl during the day was Felicia, and then there was Jamie Moore and I, a couple of girls at night, but I was mostly there during the day to start. So I saw her, I was like, if she can do it, I can try it. You know, like I saw another girl, because you know, at that time, there weren't any no. <laughs> girls, or right. not many girls. And, um, you know, when I was little, I always, you know, every day wrestled, you know, with my brothers and, you know, like literally we were always like... You have two older brothers. That's just kind of how it happens. But um, so I started just um, going and I just started Good. going every yeah. day and and then, you know, every day that I could go. Right. And then I just continued that. Now by, now, by 2011, I believe the jungle was already pretty much solidified or just about to be solidified in the MMA world. Oh, they have been doing stuff for a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember exactly like which which year it was uh, when Seth knocked out Kimbo. That was I don't know what year it was before I started. When I started, it was Tom Waller was teaching as well. Seth was teaching. Tom was teaching. Tom, I know it already been in the UFC, right? right? In the UFC, different. So they had already been well established by the time I got there. Yeah. You know, I mean, then medals everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good school. <laughs> and then here I am. <laughs> I'm still here. I haven't left. <laughs> so. so I know you're uh you signed up for PANS. I did. Same as us. <laughs> I was like, like why not? Yeah. It's in Florida. Yeah. It's never in Florida. Oh yeah, I just walked in and Coach Chago's like, okay, you're doing PANS, right? I'm like, what? What's PANS? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, when is it? It's my birthday weekend. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> it's your birthday weekend too? Yeah, the October 9th. Mine's the 13th. Oh, we're That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Our daughter's is October That's 9th. right. We oh, yeah, yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah. that a while ago. We went to the Springs and stuff. So right? happy birthday. Yeah. We get to come home with some links, hopefully. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know like with uh, with COVID and everything else, I mean, training sucked. I'll put it out there. Um, oh, yeah, you know, sure. and everything else. And so, yeah, when, when, when PANS showed itself, Everything else, so like, uh, or when the IBJJF Orlando Open comes up, okay, I have usually one in my division, you know, oh, okay. usually just one. Um, different people are most, you competing? Yeah, yeah. oh, nice, you, okay. usually somebody different every time. But PANS, um, you know, Master Worlds is usually where you know, like the last division I was in, I think it was 15 going into uh, Master Worlds, it's one of the largest divisions I've had. In a, in a while okay and then so with melissa over here she loves to give me the countdown you know she's like oh your division now has this many people in it so, <laughs> oh do you have six now yeah. <laughs> i gotta check mine this 
Yeah, I have a heavyweight now, so I got an absolute possibility there. Awesome. Yeah, no, nobody's super heavy, but there's a heavyweight. Maybe like in absolute, you mean, or just mm -hmm. in? Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so as soon as Melissa's like, we're signing up, right? I was like, yeah. So he goes, okay, we're signed up. And then I just like, <laughs> yeah, the very like right when I signed up, like the next day I was like, what day? Did I? I can't remember what day I signed up, but the next day I was so nervous. Like I was trying to roll and I couldn't focus. You know, just yeah. like initial of like, what am I doing? <laughs> it was so funny. You reached out and I was like, well, yeah, I guess we do need to start competition training again for us. <laughs> and then I feel I'm more confident now, but I'm sure I'll be like up and down. Yeah. Yes. yes. You never know what you're gonna get. No. <laughs> They're yeah, all big. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably get. They're all large. I think my absolute. There's a few like the heavy, you know, super heavyweights, you know, women. So yeah, because you're master what three? No, I'm actually master four. But if I go to absolute, I saw that there are like different master um, com competitors that are. There are a lot of. They're more competitors than usual. In yes. Right. I, I never. I usually like when we do the Orlando Open. I usually go master one just so I get a match. Yeah, I think I did two last time, even though I was three, yeah. because um, well, there wasn't any master, so they put me in two. I don't know how that happened. But... So I wanted to do an absolute. So I know you. You had the opportunity to travel with Felicia a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been to most of her fights. Uh, my favorite was in New Orleans. That was fun because that's where I'm from. So oh, nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've traveled a lot. Like, I traveled a lot. <laughs> I can't count how many times. That's awesome. Yeah, so she's I, also been there for my fights too. So yeah. she's coached me for my fights, and nice. I got to corner her for one. So that was. Oh, cool. that's right. You've done MMA. That was the one right? in New Orleans. Yeah, I yeah. did three MMA fights. Nice. What, my oh, first one, I was 37. But you did it. 38. No, I was 39, actually. My first one. Oh, nice. I think so. I have to look back. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So how so was two and one? <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good run. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I haven't got <laughs> so how, what was that experience like for you as far as? Um, I actually, like, for me, my comfort zone is I feel much more comfortable in a cage like than I do where I can punch and I feel just mm -hmm. very comfortable using the cage more comfortable than just going on a mat and right, just yeah. like open air you know trying to, it's, it's always more difficult to me to do a jiu-jitsu tournament for me personally it's more nerves of course I get nervous doing the MMA but I just feel more comfortable if right. that makes sense like I don't know how to explain it well I mean yeah because there's there's definitely something I mean first first jiu-jitsu tournament big tournament anyway that I did. It was 1999. Um, mm -hmm. Caesar was throwing the first uh, first Gracie Open in, I think it was either Walnut Creek or Pleasant Hill or okay. somewhere in there. So it was the first one, you know, it's 99. I'm a white belt. And I go out there and like a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments, they don't control the space very well. Okay. And so the crowd was literally sitting on the edge of the mats. Mm -hmm. And I remember I'm in the finals and I've got this guy up on top of me and he's, he's trying to kill me. And some dude from the crowd is, I mean, this is no exaggeration. I'm on my back defending and the dude's face is probably about six inches from mine mm -hmm. while I'm being choked going, you're going to lose, man. Wait. And yes. yeah. And so, <laughs> Who does that? Okay. and, and, and that, that's one of those things I, I do kind of agree. I mean, we, we put the cage up here during, you know, we got a lot of training in, in the yeah. cage and, you know, it just, all the stuff I ever did, the cages didn't exist. I mean, okay. they just, you know, they've like, been around for a while. Though. They've been around for a while, but in the early time periods, like when we're talking, you know, 96, 97, yeah. in those areas, King of the very uncommon for schools to have a to cage have a cage. Yeah, and sense. even and even for most events, they would usually happen inside gyms. You know, okay, like they would just smaller, close like the doors. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you know, because it wasn't as well known. Or... Well, especially like in California, it was illegal 
um, at the time period, unless you went to the Indian casinos, things of that nature. Oh, um, it was, okay. it was, I mean, we, we used to go, back in the 90s. we used to go to okay. events and, uh, <laughs> You know, the, the the cops would threaten to arrest people. You know, on you know, on the way in or on the way out. I mean, they couldn't legally do it, but that's how they, they would harass people to uh, to try to like scare them away. And you know, and so yeah, a lot of the underground stuff. Just you know, like one of them uh, went to a fight. I'm trying to remember what year it was. Uh, Main Street Gym in Stockton. It's downtown. Virtually standing room only. Um, and then we locked the doors. And then, <laughs> Chaos happened. And then, and, 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 and I mean, from, from a historical standpoint, I mean, that fight was like a who's who of old school MMA. Okay. Um, Vernon White, Floyd from the Lion's Den, was fighting in the, uh, the tournament. Gil Castillo from uh, Caesar Gracie. Jerry Bolander was uh, acting as referee for the uh, for the event he was one of the uh the lion's den fighters um steve heath uh caesar gracie um and through my, my instructor eric shingu okay. he was competing um i mean there was a lot of a lot of like relatively big names during a time period when you know when those names really didn't didn't hold weight yet um and uh, yeah all just jam-packed in the gym literally standing room only my my favorite portion of that so I'm I'm there and I'm in the crowd and the dude next to me, he's you know he's hooping it up and he just goes, hey, he goes, hold my beer. Uh, I'm thinking he's got to use restroom. That's what I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Two fights later, he's in the cage. He was just next to me drinking beer. In the... <laughs> Actually, this wasn't the cage. This was this was a boxing this was a boxing ring. But two two fights later, he's in the ring fighting. Uh-huh. I'm still holding his beer in the crowd, thinking he was going to the bathroom. And then He's in the ring fighting. he finishes up his fight, comes back, takes his beer from me, says thanks. Yeah. I've seen opponents drinking beers, like when we go to the local events. Oh, yeah. so like, I'm like, oh, not my opponents. Yeah. So I, was, I was like, what? It's local events here. Yeah, the local events are crazy. Yeah, but sometimes I'm back there, I'm like, who who is actually supposed to be watching the locker rooms? <laughs> um, so, what kind of instigated you wanting to fight? Because that's a that's a big jump from learning for self defense to I'm gonna get I'm gonna be a cage fighter. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna do cage fighting. I just know that I. Um... I just enjoyed it. Right, <laughs> so yeah. I got me around the mindset of I want to get it. I don't know. That means it's a little crazy. It's like, just fucking, I'm doing it. I don't know. I just got yeah. into it. And then I wanted that, um, I just wanted to, I don't know. I just set goals and I just want to, I don't know. I just wanted to know, see if I could do it. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I know it's like such a big challenge. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. It's yeah. exciting. <laughs> like, I don't know. Did you already have your- Everyone asked me that because they're like, you know, all my friends, family, like everybody was like so not against it, but I mean, my brothers loved it. Cause, well, you know, it's always sorry, interesting but... to me what people's motivations are. Because, you know, some people are like, some people are trying to prove something. Some people just want the experience of it. Some I think just... for me, um, I grew up just doing sports. Like when I was little, like four or five hours every night, we were just, my parents worked a lot. We were at the playground we played every sport, almost every sport you can imagine, you know? So it's just that competitiveness in me. Like if they can do it, why can't I do it? You know, I never see like age as a factor. Sometimes people will be like, why are you doing this other job? I'm like, look, when my doctor tells me I can't do it anymore, that's when I'll right. stop. Yeah. You know, I if, still want to do it. It's just like <laughs> my thing's been kind of my weight. I can't really find fighters at my weight. So until yeah. I can cut like 30, 40 pounds, which I've been trying to, you know, yeah. working on. Yeah. But uh, you know, I want to fight again. I actually still do want to fight, but it's just my weight thing. So I had recently lost some weight. So now I'm like, if I can lose some more weight, then I can do it again. Which sounds crazy to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, if I am physically healthy and can and capable, then why not? Yeah. Did you already have your kids when you 
when you fought? Oh yeah, my kids are 17 and 21. Okay. And the thing so, is, they've so, always been in the sports with me. My son actually, the first time, technically, I just tried it like right. nine times, but that I did jujitsu was when my son, I think it was like four, my older son, okay. Cameron, he's 22 now, about to turn 23. He was like four. I used to take him every day. Yeah. There was um, the racket uh, tennis and tennis club on Lee Road. Anyway, it was old club and they did jujitsu in there. Mm. So I take them every single day and they would always be like, try it, try it. I tried it a few times, but I just, um, I don't know. Just. So what, what was their reaction? Yeah. When, uh, Oh, my kids were excited. They were nervous, but yeah. excited. Yeah. Yeah. Did they get to go watch? <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Um, they went, I think to one and then now I, I'm like, I don't know if they want them watching. They watch my competitions and stuff. Right. Because they'd probably get more nervous. <laughs> but my son wrestles. Like, they've always been they into martial arts. You know, since, both of them since they were really little. So they're not doing as much now. You know, my older one's, like, a little more compassionate. He's, like, confrontation. You know, but he likes to learn stuff. Mm. And the other one loves confrontation. Like, he just loves, like, wrestling. Yeah. And jiu-jitsu and anything like. Yeah, he's wrestling for, like, Brantley this year. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. Him, yeah, yeah. He did last year, and then he's. It hasn't started back up yet, but he's definitely yeah. Okay. In the mix there. I'm trying to think, how how old was Christian when I started taking him to the fights? Uh, I think he was like six or seven. Yeah, somewhere there. So he's twenty five now, and so yeah, because I remember so uh, way back when Tap Out was like the brand. Not like that. Yeah. But they were they were the brand. Okay. That was the that was the first time I met them um, at uh, the WEC in Lamar, California. So first time I met them, you know, they're they're just selling shirts out of, like the trunk of their car, doing that kind of stuff. And then next time I meet them, they got like a beat up, you know, SUV looking thing. And then next time I meet them, they they got <laughs> so they're they're just slowly growing. I, okay. I remember so uh, this was when uh, Charles was uh, still alive. I mean, obviously, they made it big, and then he got into a car wreck and, and ended up dying in the uh, in the crash. But it was Christian's birthday, and I remember taking him to the WEC, and uh, you know, I was kind of getting a, a quasi friendship with uh, with some of the guys, and so I brought him there, and you know, Charles, he goes by Mask, put put Christian on his shoulders, and you know, they're palling around, and he's just giving Christian all kinds of stuff, and you know, making a big deal out of Christian's birthday. And, and doing all that stuff but yeah he was christian was pretty young when, when yeah, i first started bringing him so that would put him i mean we're 2020 now so that's probably close to about 2000 okay when i started taking him to uh to the fights he's doing really well now what's his deal uh, now what's he doing now he's I got a him. fight in mississippi yeah, on september 24th he'll it's be on fight pass fight yeah. 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 Nice. uh it's a new organization called icon yeah um so christian's gonna be fighting on that that's going to be broadcast on Fight Pass. So uh, and then uh, it's a it's a Roy Jones Jr. boxing on Fight Pass. So it's a boxing first, and then and then, then there's going to be a couple Amy 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 bouts that will be dark. They're they're not going to be airing the Amy bouts. And then right after the Roy Jones boxing, then it's going to go into a uh, pro MMA. Um, nice. So there'll be two two back to back. Uh, paper, you know, not pay-per-views, but fight yeah, this will be his first fight since the uh, contender. Yeah. yeah, I remember he did contender. That was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go our way, unfortunately. But that was. Uh, he's so young too. He is. You know? So he's still <laughs> so, well, there, there was. I mean, so much more shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, it was. It was crazy. <laughs> well, because I mean, Christian and I, in any given any given fight, when uh, when he was prepping. Between the two of us, privately, we would get probably anywhere between 20 and 30 private sessions, just him and I. Okay. I think leading up to that fight, we did three or four. Not 20. Yeah, his back was jacked up. back was so messed up. He was fighting all kinds of... And it was one of those where we were like, you know, you know, probably shouldn't be doing this. But he's like, well, I don't know when... I may get another, another opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. When the so, UFC calls, you don't sense. say no. Yeah. So they say next. Right. So he's like, so let's let's go for <laughs> it. Yeah. So let let's go he for it. Probably do it again another. Yeah. His management's pretty positive that he can yeah. pull together some wins. 
But that was also pretty cool, though, because we were uh, – when we were there, um, Billy Q from Tampa, um, and Matt Arroyo and, uh, and those guys, we were in the same locker room together. So there's a bunch of Florida boys up there. Yeah. All, all together. Nice. So. Yeah, that was fun. So I know you do massage therapy too, right? I do. Yeah. So I, I, we were – do you do a lot for like your your gym? I do more like or? yeah, I do more like deep tissue okay. therapy. Um, it's been a little you know I've been more cautious now because right. of the chroma. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty you selective. Know, pretty limited. Yeah, it's, it's my regular issue. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't really been out there advertising. Um, hopefully soon I will do that. But yeah. so like benefits to jujitsu practitioners or or MMA fighters as far as like you know having like a regular massage therapy routine. oh yeah for sure I mean I'm sure people can I've actually had I have some you know high wrestlers that you know have given testimonials for me so even in the um you know pro wrestling type oh, okay yeah. thing and um that's right because yeah with uh um trying to remember how long ago that was but uh NXT didn't didn't Seth end up doing some sort of connection with uh, yeah I'm not a, I'm not I'm not real familiar right. with exactly but um yeah he referred me some people so, so yeah <laughs> yeah so that helped and then they, they became regular so when they call me I you know give them their deep tissue massages so they can continue to train <laughs> you know you kind of get stuck your yeah. neck or your back and it's like you got to be able to train so well unfortunately the and then like before people's fights i'll give them massages and yeah. stuff you know to help them out yeah yes with the pro wrestling i mean that's the one part is i mean it's like it's it's all the bumps and bruises uh-huh but yeah they train yeah it's it's crazy like five six hours a day like yeah. insane i mean from what i've been told yeah so yeah <laughs> and I know your is it your sister that just had twins? Yeah, today. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. this morning she just became a um, double aunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she had her babies this morning. Wow. Excited, <laughs> two boys, Ryder and Kingston. They're gonna be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the next few days to just sleep. <laughs> Before the baby's in <laughs> Taking my quiet time. Right. No, I'm always gone. I'm going to be working. So outside of jujitsu and massage therapy, mm -hmm. what, Ooh, what do yeah. I do? What, what is Jeanette I don't about? much of a life. I do marketing. I've done that since I was like a teenager and I've been an insurance agent for like 17 years, Okay, wow. which I don't advertise either because I just have my regular clients as well. So when renewals come up, I help right. them out. And, um, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I like, I enjoy my flexibility, you know, get to put on whatever hat at the moment. Exactly. I mean, maybe one day I'll just like, do some full time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I, I'm that type of person, the more I do, the better I do, if that makes right. sense. Like, if I'm just doing one thing, I'm going to get bored. So to me, the more task I have at hand, the better I excel. Right, yeah. If that yeah. keeps me motivated, keeps me on my toes, and, you know. Yeah, my, my favorite years of my life were the busiest years. Right. Yes. I love being busy. We complain about be, being busy, but if we weren't, I, I think we would be not as happy I, as we the, are. The worst years. <laughs> were the years where we did the least yes i mean when when we first moved to florida so we were we were super super training super competitive mm -hmm. super we did uh the last competition that we did before moving to florida was ufc 100 we did the uh, uh the fan expo grapplers quest okay um we did that one we thought that was going to be a huge tournament so we went we did that that was was that july of that year mm -hmm. and then i moved to florida by november, november 1st of that okay. same year so i mean it was and then as soon as we got to florida because we moved for business it wasn't it wasn't for Life the gym went. and it wasn't for that and okay. so then for a brief moment in time all we did was work and go home and that was it for about three boring, years boring right <laughs> unmotivated boring, like, kind of like feeling of boring the most unhealthy we've ever been in our life emotionally exhausting okay. yeah emotionally exhausting that's the part that I mentally mean, emotionally exhausting yeah it was horrible yeah 
I mean, we both put on probably the most amount of weight we'd ever put on in our life during that time period. Uh, COVID did a pretty good number on it. <laughs> 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 so I was asking about training. I was like, what do I do? Do I lose weight? Do I eat more? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Just, do I be happier and right. feed everybody else? <laughs> or do I shine? So I'm just we, balancing. Yeah, I I'm actually eating a lot more. Yes, yeah. like, you're training more. <laughs> I know, but it could take. I'm <laughs> 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 just going to gym or a yeah. seminar or something like that or you know we'll you sometimes you can just kind of just play around we'll just fuck around you're yeah. like hey you know i want to try something i've been thinking about this yeah like my mike lee's my you know been kind of my main coach but he's always like up to date on everything right. so it's not that i'm learning the same stuff it's right. like he's up to date like right. all the new stuff i'm right. like oh i'm getting taught everything from everywhere you know it's really yeah cool. i mean we've been doing he's it for them. he's been doing it for like 26 years i've been doing it for like 24 and yeah. we're still catching new stuff like the well, high elbow stuff just was this year yeah well no no a little bit longer than that because I, I i showed it at the hurricane relief right from last mm -hmm. year True. so I, i've been we've been doing like how worse but what you showed me was like that one particular yeah that's really cool and then the stuff you're showing today it's like <laughs> what we showed today triangles from bottom side yeah it was okay. like yeah, more yeah. like it was the setup yeah, it was the, yeah. the keyboard yeah. setup yeah, where they, yeah, the which is very similar but it was like couple you know there's yeah. always like certain ways that people do things right, so yeah. it's like wait i gotta remember this <laughs> <laughs> you know might work for me mm -hmm, absolutely so. well that was a way that we used to uh because i mean when we were first really doing this instructional videos didn't really no. exist youtube was youtube nothing. didn't exist the the internet was, was not nothing was nothing point. yeah so you're under a seat Caesar. So we would, we would be either at the house or at our old academy, and you know, it'd be like, hey, um, if you don't mind, I get into this position all the time. This happens. Let me just work for a little bit and give me some feedback. So we just like troubleshoot. Oh, and, like the one thing you showed me, I was like, did you make that up? <laughs> right. so, was, T -T -T. I was like, we started to defend this. <laughs> The defend the uh the, the like, triangle okay and yeah that pressure yeah on my collar yeah it's not a crank it's not a choke <laughs> <laughs> that was really good i'm gonna try that on something for sure like yeah it's not horrible it's <laughs> she always shows me really like me well <laughs> I'm not a while really ago when I came here, showed me like electric chair. I think I'm like, watch this, it's gonna hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hurt, but like this pressure. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm not a mean person. I no, promise. you're so fun. You're so. You're just, <laughs> I think you're just like one of the biggest sweethearts. Like, I would look at you and I'd be like, 
she's mean, but once I talk to you, you're like so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to smash people. Until so, so you're actually rolling. Then, yeah, then, so this, then this little grin comes across her face. <laughs> I like pressure. <laughs> I'll make you that shirt. <laughs> yes, I like pressure. It's fun. And, and I, I think women, it takes a while for women to, to start really reveling in their ability to apply pressure. And I think we do have that ability. I mean, we, we, we have some strengths, like I think our base settles faster than the guys. We don't tend to be a lot of ass up, head down initially. We hover, but we're not, we don't tend to be that driving. It depends. I don't know, my coach did tell me I have my butt up, head down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it depends because there's, because I've talked about it quite a bit about how larger guys and women tend to share a lot of similarities. Yeah. And we're not talking mm. larger athletic guys. We're talking just larger guys in general. In general that when 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 they come in and they're large non-athletic, they don't want to hurt anybody. They they especially don't oh, want to, they're trying to be like gentle. they especially don't want to hurt anybody because of their weight. So they have oh, so they're trying not to. So, oh, I see. Oh, instead of applying pressure. Right, because that's. Okay. I mean, to, to them, in most of the cases, kind of like, you know, if, if you're rolling with a woman and you're giving her a legit compliment going, wow, your pressure was really good. They can take that completely wrong. <laughs> I'm like, and, he, he actually told me the other, it was, it was a ways back. We were rolling and he goes, you know what? Your pressure is probably the best of anybody in this gym other than Christian and myself. And I, and I was like, oh my God, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I was like super geeked. I was like, you know, not, oh, hey, you're really beautiful today. But that was like the sweetest compliment he, yeah. he had given me. But, but if somebody has issues with body yeah. image or something of that nature. Oh, they're going to feel like pressure is that. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, but it's I not. Why just no. Small people can have good pressure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's not just about weight. I mean, it's, Christian with his stupid little bony hips. It's the bone. It's where he like shark does his yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, just knowing how to control. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you complimented me once on your. I don't know if it was psychic or something. Some I can't remember what it was, but you were like something about nobody can hold psychic or some. I can't remember what it was a while ago. It was probably we were doing yeah. competition training. Yeah. Yeah, because your pressure is good. You're, you've got I solid pressure. <laughs> yeah, you've got solid pressure. But that was pressure. like, oh my that's God. why I like, I'm always super geeked when you, like, oh. I'm super geeked when you come in because you, you have good pressure. And, you know, technically, you know, you're, you're right there. So it makes it, make me have to work. Solid training session of takedowns and ruin me for a week. I have commitment issues with takedowns. Yeah, I, I guess it's normal. Like I notice most, like just, even competing and stuff. And, yeah. Um, the smaller ones jump guard. Yeah. Usually, right. And the bigger ones, it's really like I see a lot of battles of just standing. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, is this other person just having commitment issues? You know, or I think, yeah. Can't... Well, I think because we go with other bigger people. Yeah. That we know that getting on bottom sucks ass. Because you were saying a lot of players <laughs> are standing. Yeah, they don't want to, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be on bottom. Not if somebody has. Okay. I, I hate, though. And I, mean, I so I can jump and sweep them, but they fly in me. I hate, though, because, like, I'm getting out there, and we latch on to each other, and we push each other around. Yeah, I see it with some and of I, the heavier guys, too. I like hate the more... stalling calls. Yeah. yeah. I oh. hate the stalling calls. I mean, I realize we're both getting a stalling call against us, but I'm just like, you know, when, when I get that stalling call, I'm just like, ah, I mean. What's your most common takedown? I bet you do. Um, like when you're I'd say probably single leg. Okay. Which is like the number one, right? 
I mean, the most successful or, well, I, I mean, find, I've heard that before in wrestling. That well, I mean, if, if like, if I'm in here and I'm going yeah. with, with a lot of the guys in here, I'm hitting double legs all the time. Okay. But when I do a double leg against a guy of size, Mm-hmm. Then when they sprawl, yes, smash, then, then there's the chance that <laughs> yeah. at that point. So so as the weight goes up, then I tend to find that I'm I'm transitioning into single legs, taking the back, a little bit back. more commonly. Well, then also is if they defend, either you can bail or by the time they drop their hips, I'm not underneath them. So I don't think the I've ever gotten a takedown in competition. Oh, really? I've reversed people's takedowns. So you're more defensive. like I've reversed people's takedowns. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually finished a takedown in competition. Yeah, I was never much of Well, the one uh... you were at. <laughs> 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 With Mike, we were practicing this takedown for, I don't know, a week or something, this particular one. And I was like, all right, I, I got to do this one. I, the girl, it was, it was absolute, so she was a little lighter. <laughs> and like, I grabbed her and I like tripped her and threw her, but she landed like oh. all the way across. When you were at. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had to go chase her. And that time she was up. And I was like, Target. That would have been a if I would have just like been my the... elbow bent and followed her down. But instead, I was just like, we doing like I a, used all my strength, like a lapel drag. Or... Yeah, like a okay. lapel. And yeah. Threw him across. And, and then she like, threw him across the room. I literally. <laughs> What am I gonna go start over? Because I help the kids toss them, get them down, down top. If not, you just gotta start over again, you know? Just a waste. It's 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 a um, I, I got a little bit of taste of, of some uh, joint manipulation and the like when I was in the police academy. Mm-hmm. Then I got into, then, then I wanted, I wanted more physical, but by the time I got into jiu-jitsu, all my training partners were wrestlers and I was the non-wrestler. So I got taken it out a lot. So that's how you picked up the wrestling. Well, that's when I, that's when I realized the value of wrestling. So yeah. as a jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. guy, I didn't resist it. We embraced it. And then when, when Christian was coming up, he was learning a lot of, of jiu-jitsu. He was a guard player. Um, usually, because what they would do at the tournaments, they put all the kids in a, in a height, height line, uh-huh. small here, big here, and, and pretty much like clockwork, find Christian in the height line, <laughs> and he would be the beginning of the big division. <laughs> yeah, so he'd always be the smallest. Uh, yeah, he'd oh, always be the smallest. Okay. So, so Christian played a lot of guard. And then... Yeah, which is good, I guess. For... Then that's when, you know, I went to Christian and said, hey, if you're really liking this grappling stuff, there's, a, we were up in Calaveras County in the, uh, in the foothills, so not, not a huge amount of programs to go to, but the, but uh, the middle school had a uh, program. So when he was in the seventh and eighth grade, we were able to get him into a, uh, a youth wrestling program for you know, but they only did it like, like here, you can get into a program pretty much year round okay. up there during wrestling season is when you did wrestling. Okay. Um, so we got him into, into that, but then I would stay and watch the practices. And so I'm watching, <laughs> learning. I, I kind of made friends with a couple of the coaches, a couple of the other coaches were anti jujitsu, anti MMA. Mm. They're like that, that stuff doesn't work. And I, then I kind of realized that I actually knew a little bit more about like the history of wrestling and things of that nature and a little bit more than, than some of the coaches did. Mm-hmm. But then I would take those and we would come back to the gym and I'd go, okay, Christian, show me that move that you guys just did. Here's what, here's what I mm-hmm. thought you guys did. Show me what you did. And then Christian would show me. I'd say, okay, this is what I saw. And then I would uh, show okay. him at that point in time, I'm looking at it from a jujitsu standpoint. Right, so we're looking for submissions, jokes, <laughs> right? And, and so then, as yeah. he's as he's learning, I'm learning at the same yeah, time. Yeah, we were taking some of those wrestling moves and putting a jujitsu twist on them. That's right. what happened with my son Zach. Like he would get sweeps. They'd be like, yes. "Oh, that was really cool." Yeah, cook the leg and sweep them over. Yeah, and um, so that was like one benefit. And then a friend of mine had posted 
uh, my friend Myron in New Orleans, his, he posted his son one time. I guess he went in a wrestling tournament and he accidentally like went to jujitsu. Yes, <laughs> yes. He was like, oh no. He's like on the video, no, son, you can't do that in wrestling. <laughs> Christian's first. Sport. Yeah, Christian's first, Christian's first match. He comes in for a double leg <laughs> and, and while he's being taken to the ground, he pulls guard. Uh -huh. But very quickly then realized. Oh, this is wrestling. This is wrestling. <laughs> and then went into wrestling. Mode. Um, you know, but I, I do honestly believe, though, and, and there's a lot of people that, I mean, I honestly believe gi jiu-jitsu helps no gi. I honestly believe that no gi jiu-jitsu helps the gi. And I also believe that Christian's jiu-jitsu helped his wrestling. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. It didn't. It didn't help him with his takedowns and life. Just as wrestling helps jujitsu. Correct. Right. And like, yeah, and wrestling hundred percent helps like, jujitsu. Such a good pace. But Christian's top control. Mm. I mean. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He his freshman year he set the records at the high school or at least matched the records at the high school for most pins in the season nice. as a freshman, and I attribute that to jujitsu. Mm -hmm. That his top pressure. His submission pressure, mm -hmm. you know, head arm control, things of that nature, all legal wrestling moves, but he came at it with a different mindset. Perspective. Yeah. And so a lot of his pins, I mean, if Christian got on top, the pins came very quickly. Mm -hmm. They didn't, uh, he didn't spend a lot of time on top. He wasn't like one of those grinders and like, if he got up on top, the pins came very okay, rapidly. Got it. Mm -hmm. And I 100% believe that it was the, the blending of jujitsu into wrestling and then conversely his wrestling blending into his jujitsu that both those wrestlers work hard you know a very yeah, symbiotic there, relationship like, i go there and yeah. Like, and then watching their matches, just phenomenal. Just like so in here, you watch, you watch the wrestlers versus the jujitsu guys and the, <laughs> oh, the, wrestlers the level of intensity is <laughs> yeah. way different. Sure. <laughs> and that's their everyday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's their everyday. Yeah. Intensity. That's, yeah. Well, it's, I know it's 10 o'clock and it's late and you have a long drive back. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate you coming in you. and chatting with us. Um, we should get this up. Usually takes us about a week to get it. So okay. get Kurt's up. Kurt is up. Is it? Kurt okay. is up. You just need, I just need a poster. All right, yeah. But it's up. It's not promoted, but it's up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it takes us about a week to get to get it up and running. We'll let you know for sure. But yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> well, we, we, are, we, are, we are fully amateur, fully yes. self-funded, fully everything through there. But every, every step we take, we're learning a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I hope we're getting a little bit better at it. <laughs> Or we're growing. I think we. I hope uh, I entertained you at least. <laughs> Are you entertained? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, as I tell people, I mean, my life's not this. I, I, <laughs> I tell my jokes for my benefit. So if I laughed at my jokes, it, it was worth okay. it. It was worth it. <laughs> no, I think it was a fun conversation. Um, yeah. Do you have any shout outs that you need to do? You have. Uh, I mean, you have your massage therapy. I don't know if you want to give anybody information on any of your million businesses that you have. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, let's see. <laughs> In case anybody's like, hey, that sounds cool. I want to be tissue massage from a jujitsu person. Oh, just like, no, I can't. I honestly can't think of. Um, <laughs> I'm not really good at that. <laughs> I'm grateful for everybody. PMer, she'll, she might get back to you if she feels like it. My sister had twins today. Right? Well, that, well, that's the also. <laughs> my body's shaking. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you want to jump with this? And you're like, sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Maybe. Well, it, yeah. it, it is weird though because like I love rolling with you. I can I, I can completely I see, really you know, like if if I just threw out there and I was like, hey, if you want to get in contact with me, I'm I'm blah blah blah, and I'm, I'm probably for the most part, I'm just gonna get legit people yeah. contacting me. Um, Melissa got a call the other day. <laughs> they called up the gym, yeah, and they're like, um, so if I want to do privates, mm -hmm. who, who would I do privates with? And she's like, well, um, so the the dudes, I usually always refer them to Christian or Dave. Okay. It depends on what you want. Oh, okay. So we yeah. got we got David, who's a uh, first degree black belt under Caesar Gracie, head instructor. We got Christian, who's a preliminary fighter, 
black belt owner sees your Gracie. So it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. And you know, where, what you're geared up for is, is who I would recommend. He's like, do you do privates? And I'm like, that's the thing. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> like with massage, I prefer um, a referral through somebody I know. Right. That way it's yeah. just better for me. Like if you are friends exactly. with somebody and yeah. you know, you know, it's, you, you, you get know. less creepers that way. Yeah. And I'm not really marketing right now anyway. So if yeah. it's like somebody, you know, at the gym, perfect. Um, you know, you know, somebody that I'm familiar with, right. but I'm not just going to like, well, in that instance, people's houses, and stuff. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have the opportunity, unless opportunity. it's like somebody that I know, and right. I trust. it's right. like one of those things. You know? In that instance, you, you know, the, a, a dude has an opportunity to get a private lesson from Dave, well, who's yeah. an extremely accomplished coach, Absolutely. grappler, or Christian, who's an extremely accomplished why is he asking? Yeah, just being a female in general. Yeah. Well, and then and then when yeah. Melissa's like, no, I'm I'm all booked up, and he's like, all right, and then and then oh, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, have you met this person? <laughs> 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 I'm not booked up, but I was booked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, so like, it, it is it is weird though, Cindy. There's there's just creepers out there. It's like. Christians had offers <laughs> for his underwear after a fight. No. Yes. What? <laughs> um, a girl or a guy? Uh, yeah, I think a guy. I think it's a dude. That sounds like something a guy would. So then, so then I was I was talking with a uh, with another fighter from uh, from a different gym, uh -huh. and we were kind of talking about that. And he goes, "Yeah," he goes, "I got offers for my socks." He goes, "And they're willing to pay more money if I just wore them." <laughs> it's like. Especially the female yeah. fighters. Oh, sure, they get, yeah. They yeah. probably get. Yeah, because sometimes it's probably like penis, 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 Anymore, I get that. Look at my products, my geese. We are a quality exporter of geese. <laughs> That's what I mostly get. Yeah. Well, I, I got so, I got some weird one the other day. It was like some guy that's not from this area, but he, he's it's like one of my Facebook friends. He does jujitsu. That's usually one of my premises. You know, almost yeah. all my Facebook friends are jujitsu people. You know, but then they're like, hey. Um, you know, I'm in the area and I'm looking for some greenery. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you looking for? Marijuana greenery? <laughs> uh, clearly, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> like, not yes. in the know there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm completely Money, lost. <laughs> oh, you know what? What you're speaking. The, right? the only picograms in this system is an occasional Big Mac. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I agree to call this. <laughs> Speaking of Big Macs. Speaking of Big Macs. <laughs> All right, thank you. Guys. Thank you. Yes, I want to start. Everybody, thank you for listening to the uh, Submission Coalition podcast. This is Dave Lowson. And this is Melissa Lowson. And if you guys enjoy what you listen to and the work that we're doing, if you can, throw some shout-outs online, share our content, things of that nature, help us grow our brand. And if you are so inclined, drop us a few uh, shekels here. Sorry, guys, just stole that from uh, Inside BJJ, <laughs> shekels. But, uh, you know, if you like what we're doing, help us out. And uh, if you guys are interested in sponsoring, you know, PM us or the like. And uh, we'd love to help you guys grow your brands as well. And hopefully we can grow together. You can PM us at on Facebook at Submission Coalition Podcast or on Instagram at Submission underscore Coalition. Or you can email us at info at darkwolfmma.com. Help us help you grow your brand. All right. Thank you, everybody.